0: As an african-born immigrant in america i've spent the last six years trying to define my identity pursue a new life build a career start a family and bridge my african heritage and the american dream the real question is how did i do it this podcast is here to give you the answer my name is rudolph mali and welcome to the afro hustle podcast follow me and follow along with the conversation as i present interesting topics and interview successful african-born immigrants to share their success stories that will inspire and help you smoothly assimilate into your new american life hello guys welcome to the afro show again it's your favorite host rudolf and i can't wait to share with you guys and i have i have an amazing amazing not just a single guest i have two guests it's it's, i mean they're a couple and they are immigrants and i just can't wait to share with you guys their story this is my sister i love her we've known each other for multiple number, number of years now and uh i really can't like i can't really I mean, I really can share with you guys the excitement that I have today to have both of them on the show. Um, so I'm just gonna let Joyce and Tim introduce themselves for you guys today. Joyce? Hi,
1: my name is Joyce and I'm an I'm an immigrant from Kenya, born in Kenya and raised, uh, born and raised in Kenya and living in the U.S. New York currently.
2: And uh, same here as well. My name is Tim Thuku, and I am uh, from Kenya as well. Um, I actually live not too far from joy just walking distance so you can see i did not go too far uh and i live in new york as well i've spent most of my career in new york
0: awesome awesome thank you guys so much for jumping on the show today so you know joyce and team um married they have an amazing little boy called aiden i know um just expect to hear some little background noise from Aiden because he just can't wait to be part of the show today (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right, Joyce. So before we jump on the show, I really, you know, we have a, a tradition here to share an Afghan proverb for the day, right? And the Afghan proverb that I have for today is. Okay, let me see. Afghan proverb for today is when a mighty tree falls, the birds are scattered in the bush. When a mighty tree falls, the birds are scattered in the bush. What does that mean for you?
1: Mm, You know, as Africans, we love proverbs. We really, really do love proverbs. Right. Proverbs, so that for me means like when someone, like I guess in a family, like when the main person of the family falls. The, fam- like the other people, the family members who, like, just, they just fall apart too, because they just, you know, they're, they're scattered in the bush, something like that. What do you think for you?
2: Yeah, I would say around the same thing. In my view, um, every family, in African or otherwise, always has an anchor point. Whether it whether it's a dad or the mom or one of the kids or pot- potentially one of you know a family member who is considered a custodian of either family history and in, and in a lot of cases I have seen where it, um, you know if there's a misfortune in the family, one of them gets sick or for whatever reason, is a bit incapacitated. You can tell the family bond loosens up as a function of the fact that the cohesive force is not there to uh, participate.
0: That's totally true, and I, I mean it really ties, really ties to my own version or to my own, um, to my own meaning of that because I was just, I was just watching a show called um, King of Boys. Uh, it's a new, a uh, uh, Nigerian show on Netflix, and you know, there, there was a king who left, you know, everybody went, everybody was scattered. So now when she returned, everybody, you know, she's trying to build the house back together, you know. So it all ties down to that cohesive bond. And the one thing that I really like about this sport is because it's, it's that we as Africans, we live in, a, we live in an environment, our communities are in an environment where we live in such a cohesive environment where we know our neighbors by their names and by their children's names, but we see and watch their children grow. We live as one family, no matter if it, even if we are not shed by blood, right? Yeah. But what are some of the changes? What's the difference that you see between what we used to live in Africa and what we're living in, in America, especially here in New York? Yeah,
2: it's Yeah. No, bad. it's absolutely different. Um... I think I can check this one. I think one of the things, I think for me, one of the biggest contrasts when I moved to the US was one, the fact that I was not, I felt that I was the other. There was an element of being the other. While, you know, growing up in Kenya, I was, you know, you don't, you don't particularly stand out as a function of the, either the way you speak or the way you look. Right. And so you can easily kind of blend into the crowd. While in the US I always felt like I always felt like the guy who's always standing out as a function of either maybe the way I spoke, um, or the way or the way just I looked and just my person. Uh and so that, that that was a big contrast for me.
1: For me too, because we both came as undergrads going to you know to get our bachelors and you know, the first few weeks you're so confused. It's just it's a lot going on. So I remember going into a class without all the textbooks thinking, it's not a big deal. The person next to me should share the book, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, did not share the book. <laughs> yeah, <that is. laughs> and then you share the book. Yet here I am with my Africaness thinking, we are brothers, we are, we are you know, this is, be a, be a neighbor and share your book, but they did not share your book. So that was definitely a huge culture shock. But uh, New York is a different place. New York, I think it was so busy, so stressed it's so rare to find somebody saying hi to you or smiling to you like we all put our heads down you put your headphones on and you just focus 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 but it's it's what we chose right we left home to come here for the better life of the american dream and so here we are
0: i know it's amazing um does you said something africanist right um i think It says of the Africanness and if you think about Africanness, you think about this is sort of our our culture, our way of being and the way that we have always believed life to be and the way we've always known life to be and, you know, moving or traveling overseas and we experiencing all these different attributes and cultures, you know, it, 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 I, I too share the same story because of, of being that person who is that person, you know, you look different, you speak different. You act different, you dress different, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so many times that people may misjudge us from our outward appearance, with disregarding the, our knowledge and our intellect and our contribution to the society and our environment. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's for the problem. So thank you guys for sharing that. I'm just gonna jump right into the questions that I have for you guys today. We're so,
2: right. We're right. We're right. <laughs>
0: so what's something that people misunderstand about you tim
2: about me um you put me on the spot there i'm trying to <laughs> I'm
0: trying... If, if you're not ready just can take it for now Yes, you want to jump in and uh, yeah. i
1: yeah so i think uh for our african culture we, we are not taught to be too outspoken i don't know if that makes sense so we could be in a in a meeting with a, you know, and I, uh, I'm i in healthcare, so I deal with doctors from different calibers. Some of them really top notch, so smart. They might ask a question that I know the answer to, but I will not feel comfortable because either I'm a little bit shy or maybe I'm afraid I might not pronounce the word correctly. So, and I may not talk, and I think what they might come from that, or like, I don't know my information. So I think, am I, am I making sense? Mm-hmm. Like being in a room, but I know my information, but not having in the courage to talk my information. But And so I kind of, how how, how should I say that? No,
2: I, and I think you're absolutely right. I think one of the biggest things that people that um, both of us um, have experienced having moved to the U.S. and being in a professional setting was as a... There's a there's a huge contrast between American culture and African culture in general. Um, I feel like, and this is my personal opinion, I feel like our culture growing up was you tended to only speak when spoken to, and also you did not challenge authority in front of people. Right. You you handled issues on the side. However in American society, I've found that it's generally very acceptable to challenge your bosses on the spot if right. you mentally disagree with them. And so that took a bit of getting used to it. I still
1: struggle with that yes. heavily. I think, yeah, so it's a really big, like, you know your information, but you look like
0: you don't know your information. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You know, that was, you know, just right there with what you said, Joyce, uh, I have shared similar feeling. I have been in an environment where, you know, I was working as a coordinator, and you know, we we used to work together in the same yeah. <laughs> in the same hospital, and we have these weekly meetings where you you know we we get to express ourselves to talk about our studies, our patients, and everything. And so many times you feel like maybe you're gonna you're not gonna you're gonna pronounce the word wrongly, mm-hmm. Are you maybe you maybe so at the end of the day you you come up like. Because you're sitting so quiet, maybe you really don't know what's happening.
1: Yes, and you yet know. it's you who's done all the work for the meeting. Right,
0: right. And you are the one who, do, who does all the work. So one of my, my, you know, I had an encounter one of my doctors, and he said, you know, he was very, he was very aggressive or rude to me whenever, whenever he wants to talk to me, and even, and everyone, everyone came to realize that during the meeting, you know, mm-hmm. and when I was leaving one of the one of the, the other doctors said to him you see what you do? all the good ones are leaving so when he called me in his office he said i just want to i just wanted to let you know that i wasn't hard on you because you didn't know i just wanted to know how serious it is what we're doing here i said you know what thanks but no thanks yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: i i would agree with that thanks. Yeah, and, and, and I think to, just going back to your point around the biggest misconceptions, right. I can definitely relate to exactly what you just said. I remember in my early years in finance, um, I always felt that there was a bit of misconception about the fact that if I was quiet, people took that to mean I did not know. Right. Um, and, I, and I remember one of my mentors saying, you know your stuff voice it don't be embarrassed about it and i remember him saying half the people in that room do not know what they're talking about <laughs> but they're confident enough in, in voicing them So voice you as
0: absolutely i totally agree with you so uh, my next question for you um for you joyce this goes to you first yeah. um what's your best tip for somebody who just immigrated to america
1: oh that's a good one You know they do say the person who picks you up from the airport once you come from from africa or whatever part really determines how your life will turn out to be so just think about it when you talk to your people the first person who picks you up will kind of determine how your life will be so i was fortunate to be picked up by my sister she's smart ambitious and she because those people that ride from the airport to the house, it's them who are giving you that information. They're telling you what you can or what you cannot do. Right. So if you're coming, be listen. Just be, like look at the person picking you up. Right. And and, and listen to what they say, and but also know this um, there's more. it's a big, big um, environment that you can be whatever you want. Don't limit yourself to what you see, or what you see most Africans doing, or what you think Africans should do, or what you feel like a woman should do. Don't limit yourself. Like, you are here, if you want to become a rocket scientist, go ahead and do it.
0: Absolutely. You know, you said something about what, what you think Africans should do. Yeah. You know, it's very important because, um, so many times we think about the fact that, and. we we limit ourselves so much because we think about the fact that these are these kind of jobs are meant for these kind of people exactly right now um because i'm just a migrant from an immigrant from africa i probably don't i don't know enough you know i don't know enough to compete um i probably know that i I don't look as good as as them to compete right and it's increasingly limiting our beliefs and our thought processes that we should be believing in ourselves.
1: Yeah, yeah. So definitely like open your horizon. Just think outside the box. If you're coming, you know, don't be shy, or don't be it's very intimidating. Americans talk fast. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what <laughs> I remember even just trying to order something from McDonald's, and I'm like, I got, and she gave me the wrong order. But I was so intimidated that I just took the wrong order, and I didn't want that, you know? <laughs> don't, don't be me. Speak up. Say, say exactly what you want.
0: <laughs> you know, speaking about orders, so many times I've gone, I used to go to restaurants, and I, I just didn't know how to pronounce some words, and I just say, give me what that guy, what you give that guy, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah because so you're like so timid yeah. and so intimidated yet it shouldn't be you should uh, this is who I like the Chinese people never change their accent I don't know if you like if you go to Chinatown the some don't even speak English right when you go there you have to figure out what you want them to help you with right so I I'm like what wait I'm here trying to struggle to pronounce this words America like no, I'm like, they can, they will understand.
2: Right,
0: if, they will.
1: And if, if my last name is too hard for you, they, you know, even Smith could be hard for me to say, it, but i have practice to say it, so you can also do the same.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. All right, team, Uh this is for you. So I know you, you work in finance, is that right? That's correct. Okay, so what's one thing that you've done for one of your customers that has yes. been... That that you feel like because you were African, that's the reason why you got this so successfully.
2: It's actually quite interesting, um, and so I think one thing that would be worth highlighting is not necessarily about customers, but I think from a mentorship perspective, I have found that, which is why I've always said, I've always advocated for representation. It's very very important in in all. The, in all industries, but specifically in finance, where people who look like us are not as many the representation they right. definitely reported at that high level. What I have, and the reason I'm saying that, the reason I emphasize that is as I've gone up the ladder in, in the industry, I have found that whenever junior people come in to the bank, you can tell that their self confidence is, is increased when they see someone senior who looks like.
0: Absolutely.
2: Someone who's senior who looks like them, someone who's senior who talks like them. And I have, and you know, and and my wife always says, I, I say I say something in ten paragraphs. So forgive me for this. <laughs> and so, as a as a function of that, I think my being there, I have seen people who look like me being able to aspire, and it's it's real for them that they can actually achieve, um, you
0: know. So to speak. Wow, that's awesome. And I totally agree with you. Um, just for the fact that you can, you can walk into a bank and you see it, you can, you, you see a black person, not even knowing if they're African or not, you can see a black person sitting in, a, in, a, in an enclosed office. That gives you confidence that you can be more, you know, you, you can be more than what you've been hired for. So that's totally totally on point. Joyce I know that you are a healthcare professional just like myself but you're also a business entrepreneur. I
1: am, I am, yes. So
0: there's something there's something that really goes on into entrepreneurship, right? Because in my opinion, I think that so many immigrants, so many African immigrants are not just what their professions determine them to be. They are always, always have this entrepreneurial drive. So Tell me how that started out for you.
1: So, I guess the drive is once uh, my baby uh, came, Aiden came. So, um, I'm like, okay, how do we make Aiden's life much better than what we as immigrants have uh, experienced? Because yeah. he's first generation, right? right? I'm like, you don't have the, the what do you call it, generation wealth. wealth. Yeah. I'm like, my grandparents' cows are not of any values here. So, I'm like, how do we build for him and his kids and his grandkids that generation wealth. So we we're like, okay, I'm very, I'm very uh, into organic, natural, eco-friendly products. When I was pregnant, I was trying to find all the stuff I could use around the house to clean, for my face, for my body, for the dishes that will affect me and him and the, my whole family in general, just in a positive way. So that's how the business started We're like how can we have a place where people if they're looking for any natural organic eco-friendly household products uh body products candles um you can come and find like we are done at one shop Great. so the shop is called shimax it's spelled c-h-e-m-a-k-s uh, you can find us on instagram with shimax partners yeah. Uh, on yeah. online, we're
2: just
1: com, and we have it all. We have good, and and we um, bring in other black-owned businesses that okay. have similar products. So you you don't have to stick to our products, but we also put in other businesses on the spot. So you can also be aware of them. There's so many stuff out there. So many stuff out there that people just. Um, we're trying to get tied out of the shelves and put in like good products in there that you can
0: use for your family yeah that's awesome you know I, and I, you know i, I know we, you, you're gonna we're gonna put the links in the comments below for our audience to to check it out check out the website check out your instagram page and and view the products and you know enjoy your one place and other or contact you guys directly um yeah. to get more information about it you know, I'm really thinking about the fact that as business, as a business owner, how do you manage being a business owner, being a mom, being a wife, and being a healthcare professional? How do you juggle all those activities? I know women are tough, but I really want to hear your own version of it. You
1: know, I will give my husband credit. I have a really, really good husband, He's got a blessed with a great partner, a good support system. So the roles in the house are not limited or are not gender specific. If, right. if I don't have to be the only one to make the fufu, he right. can make it. you know? So it's a whole, it's a teamwork that helps. And in the evening, we put Aiden down to sleep and then we relax and then we do the business part. So it's, it's because he also has a very demanding career. Right. But we don't link it to one another. So that's how we do it. I really have a good support system.
2: Wow, that's, that's awesome. That's very kind of you.
0: <laughs> Good for you, team.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And to just add on to that, I think to what to, to what you were saying, it's it's a juggling act. It's to be very, to be absolutely honest, it's it, it can be very, very challenging. Um, I remember we have there's a couple of instances where we have looked at each other and said, did we kind of did we did we bite too much that we could then we could cheer
0: right
2: uh, with time what we've figured out is it's, a, it's, a, it's just a matter of discipline we being able to be very disciplined about time being able to allocate time to you know discussing the business but also focus when it's family time focusing on family time yeah
1: right
0: right and then you business, know time. Sorry, go ahead, Josh.
1: passionate about The Correct. business is something they're passionate about. So it doesn't feel like it's a juggle no, match. It's something I really want people to know about all these healthy products out there. So it doesn't feel like too much of a strain. And it, yeah, so it, it works out. We make it work.
0: Absolutely, I, I really love that. And I can see that you make it work because you guys have been successful at it. And I know that you have tremendous products to share with people. Tim, I just want to ask you another question. So. I know that you have grown in your finance career. What are some of the resources that helped you, that groomed you as an immigrant, you know, to be where you are?
2: So a couple of things. I think I am a huge proponent of mentors. So that's the first thing. And the reason why I feel like mentors are very important is because they tell you things that are not written anywhere in books. Right. All right and because there are a couple of a couple of soft questions that you could have how do i how do i speak to my boss about promotion how do i talk how do i talk to my boss about the fact that the project that he or she has assigned me i is below what i could do i, I could take a lot of business so that's i think that's the first i think that's the first thing um and then the second and then the second thing is Taking professional courses, um, while there's well, there's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of information on the internet. What I have found professional courses uh, do for you, for example, taking the CFA, is beyond giving you the knowledge; it also gives you the legitimacy. Hmm. So when you're being interviewed or when you're speaking on a subject people know by the, a function of this that or oh, all the certification that you have that you have credibility
1: that again don't give you the knowledge it gives you the
2: what is it, it credibility and
1: something, something else
2: like legitimacy or legitimacy sure. so what's the sentence uh, uh if don't beyond giving you beyond having the knowledge it also gives it the legitimacy.
1: amen
0: I think <laughs> I think that's a very very interesting point what you said what you mentioned about the legitimacy and also as an as an immigrant it's so easy for us to be judged by this color of our skin but if somebody if a recruiter sees a certification on your resume they know that this certification is tough to get yes and if you have gotten it you took time you know (laughs) if you have gotten it it means that it's actually opened a wide range of doors for you Yes. You know, and it's answer, you already answered multiple questions. Yes. About your career life and how you are taking yourself to the next step. So that's really awesome. So you talked about mentorship, and uh, which I'm I'm huge on mentorship. I, I mean there are a lot of mentors that I have in my life that I haven't even met, but people that have just watched a lot of their videos on YouTube and read multiple books about their lives and how they develop those businesses. Now, if you have to mention one or two mentors who were really in support and who have really promoted you and really guided you throughout your life in America, who are the two people that you can mention? Let's
2: see. Um, I think so, oh, yes. So, uh, a good point. It's funny that you know my mentors more than um, <laughs> I do I'd say personally I think two people two people come to mind the first one being my first uh, my first undergrad um, the, my first job that I had when I was an undergrad I worked in the foreign languages yeah. and the chairman of that department doctor is called dr. James J. Davis and and I think one, of the reason why I have a, you know, I have a soft spot for him is because he took a very paternal, he took a very paternal role in my life by realizing that I was foreign born, I had an accent, and therefore, and of course, and just, just the culture shock of an America has the impact on you, and so he really took me under his wing, and really mentored me as a son in terms of how to adjust, not only to adjust to the U.S., but also to adjust to the U.S. academically. Wow. So he, thats that's one I always say. That's my that's my dad. That's my dad outside of my real dad.
0: That's your American dad.
2: That's my—that's my American dad. That's correct. <laughs> what
1: about you? Um, I'd say my sister. My sister really, really uh, gave me the option that I could do anything and everything. You know, I came. I had this thing in mind. I would do this, but then she opened up my mind to all this other stuff that's possible for me to do. Um, and every time I would tell her, hey, I want to do this, she, she never shuts me down She's so like, oh, that sounds interesting. So what kind of uh, studies or research have you done to see if that's possible? So I would definitely say she's my, one of my biggest mentors.
0: Wow, that's awesome. And just, just like you said, the person that picks you up from the airport and brings you home
1: that's <laughs> the good one. <difference?
0: laughs> Impacts your life.
1: Impacts your life. And she really has impacted my life.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So um one last question for you guys before I let you guys go. I know you have a busy evening. Um if we were to switch places, what will what will you ask me that I haven't asked you already about yourself?
1: That's a good one.
0: Oh yeah, okay. I would
1: where did you get the time to write two books?
2: Oh yes. I was just asking. You I was
1: that like, today. No, I <laughs> every time I turn around every yeah. time I turn around, like you are doing something. I'm like, where does it get the time? I'm like I'm like I'm here to read your book, but I it's on my to do list. I'm not I'm not the best like I'm a mother. I don't get time to sit down. So I will but I will purchase it obviously to, to support you. And once it's
0: an audio I will listen to it. <laughs> well, um, I think that um, just like you guys have mentioned, right, time management
1: yes.
0: is super, super important. I really i have really in the last two to three years, I've really been living my life on the calendar. Mm. And it's been very stressful, but very helpful. That's good. Sometimes if I have to do something at 6 p.m., and i'm i'm doing something else up to 5 30, up to five i'm thinking in my head oh my god i haven't even finished doing this this is 6 p.m coming i have to stop this and probably rest or probably read a book because i read a lot of books sometimes i spend about an hour the last hour of my day before i go to bed just reading a book whatever book, maybe really you
1: really know
0: good. and
1: I I, you read it too
0: it's been just the way I've been able to structure myself around my calendar. Google Calendar has been awesome to me.
2: That's <laughs> that is fantastic. And my and in my and just to put the follow-up to that, you um, you from a professional standpoint. You you're in clinical research, correct? But clearly, you clearly have a passion for uh, what I what I call uh, telling people stories.
0: Right. You know, what? Yeah, so, sorry. Go ahead.
2: No, no, no. I was just about to say. So, from the standpoint of a part of the podcast, what's your kind of long term goal? And you look kind of further down the road. What's your intention, or what what are you aiming towards?
0: You know, one. I I, I was recently on a on a. Um, I'm part of a success magazine. They have sort of a sort of a platform for entrepreneurs. It's called Success Achievers. So I'm part of there. Part of there. That, that 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 group. That community. And I was recently interviewed on their podcast, called the Success Line. Um, so they, the guy really asked me the same question.
2: <laughs> oh, really?
0: <laughs> he asked me the same question. It's like, what's the goal of the podcast? Um, and to answer your question, the goal of this podcast is I want to be able to create an environment where people who are immigrating to the United States or migrating from other from Africa to other parts of the world not necessarily the United States. They have a platform where they could they can have guidance on preparing a the resume. They can have guidance on the colleges. They can have guidance on how to get available resources. Think about somebody who just who just immigrated from 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 Africa, right, to the United States. There are a lot of resources that are available to us, but we just don't know about them. Yes. You know we just don't know we don't even know if they exist and some of us some of us just live our life and just live our life going through different struggles but if only we had an opportunity of having somebody who can be a mentor yeah. of having somebody who can say you know what because i want to be able to create a platform where i can have somebody like team be a mentor for somebody for a young immigrant who may migrate and say hey that's a hey team we have somebody who is from who is from Ghana, we have a guy from Ghana who who is here and probably doesn't know, do you have some time, maybe an hour a week, just like coach them, you know, like give them assignments and follow up with them, like, you know, for the first, it give them a guide so that their lives are structured, mm-hmm. you know, they can actually achieve their results quicker than some of us who came here and you know I, my, I came here my my aunt was the person that picked me up that picked me up from the airport right? oh, yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. Tell. <laughs> yeah so she picked me up from the airport and i was a business major primarily before immigrating um to the united states and when i came here i just didn't know what to do you know she guided me with what she knew but at the end of the day i found other paths because I did my research. I did homework. I was online. I was on the computer. I was just make, keeping myself very busy. But I was able to have our guidance that led me to start doing other research, you know, and find other available resources that could help me become who I am today, yep. <laughs> you know. So I want to be able to create that opportunity for people, um, not just for me, but other people who can get involved for us to become partners, how we can develop and welcome people and be a resource to our own community. I
1: like that.
2: No, I think that's, that's absolutely fantastic. As you were talking, I was just thinking back to when we came to the U.S. Mm-hmm. some 15 years ago. Um, the challenge has been, which I think is a challenge, still a bit of a challenge now, is, like you said, there was no centralized source of information. Mm-hmm. Right. You were literally limited to, mentors or the people who are around you yeah correct um the phenomenon today however is there's too much information and the, you don't know you don't you go. don't know where to go where to, to go time. right um so I think yeah I think what you I think what you're aiming
0: at is absolutely
2: fantastic uh, I applaud you for that.
0: Yeah. yeah well thank you guys so much for being on the show today Joyce I know um so if if our guests our audience want to be able to contact you for you know contact you for the product for your business really understand even for moms there are yeah. some there are some women who are struggling and you know they want to be able to understand your own perspective how is it how can you do it all what can you say about them and how can they reach you
1: uh, they can find me on Instagram SheMaxPartners. partners we respond to everything it's just a it's a two it's a two people team so you are talking to us there's nobody in between. <laughs> uh shimax partners
2: what else uh our email our, our email our company email is shimaxpartners Shemax. and you can include we will we'll give it to you so you can include it in the episode notes as well yeah um and on social media you said on instagram yeah, it's Shemax it's partners. Shemax. and so yeah so you'll be talking to us directly and yeah. so um do not feel sh- shy do not shy away from asking any questions whether it's product based or entrepreneurship we are happy to answer
1: what we know we'll share and i think that's one thing i think actually i should just say the first time i met rudolph i told him you know where you are it's nice but you just have to stay for i don't know if you remember i met you outside the operating room we were going to see this patient right. and i told you and we were talking Uh, and I told you where you are It's nice because you did ask me how did you get where you are I'm like "Uh, but where you are it's nice but only for a short time and then you need to go and then now to see how much you've grown I'm like wait 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 (laughs) I just met you what I'm very very happy so I feel like uh, to all my other African people out there share share information don't don't feel like if I don't share this person or if I share this person will go further or more the pie has too much is right. everybody has their size like what's yours is yours you know what i mean the, so, pie, is big enough
2: for all the, the
1: pie is big enough for all of us so Absolutely. share share if you come to our instagram page and you have like you are like a designer or something and you want to be like hey can i help you share that information if yeah. i'm looking for somebody to give me share butter from ghana you know like share the information that's how we grow as a whole
0: wow wow hey guys thank you guys again so much Take for time. joining for no, jumping thank you on this show. for taking the time to do this and
2: thank yeah. you for having us on we appreciate that
0: i know and 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 just for our audience you know the final word for today is just keep sharing because the pie is just too much for us and everybody yes. have their own peace that yes. is correct so <laughs> thank you guys again
1: thank you god bless you Bye bye
0: This episode was brought to you by Afro Hustle Podcast. If you like this content, click the subscribe button and follow me on social media. See you on the next episode. Be great. See contacts in the show notes below.